This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to The Daily Crunch. Today's story is brought to you by Deloitte, recognizing that no two companies are alike and neither are the paths to IPO. Deloitte helps emerging growth companies adapt and prepare for uncharted territory with high-quality audit services that deliver key insights and help light the way forward. Deloitte.com slash US slash EGC. Singapore passes controversial fake news law, which critics fear will stifle free speech. By John Russell. Singapore has passed a controversial bill that could equip the government with extensive powers to police online media and free speech. The bill was first drafted last month, and as had been expected, it passed 72 to 9 in Singapore's parliament, dominated by the ruling People's Action Party, PAP, late on Wednesday. As we reported last month, the bill caused concern through its potential to stifle free speech as a key feature enables the government and, in fact, any minister to force, quote, corrections to be added to online content that is deemed to be, quote, false. Beyond media, the flex also extends to social media. According to the law, those found to be, quote, malicious actors face a fine of up to $50,000 Singapore, $37,000 U.S., or five years in prison for their content. If posted using, quote, an inauthentic online account or a bot, the fine jumps to a maximum of $100,000 Singapore, $74,000 U.S., or a potential 10-year jail term. Platforms like Facebook and Twitter face fines of up to $1 million Singapore, $740,000 U.S., for their role in such situations. Designed to cover, quote, a false statement of fact that has been or is being communicated in Singapore, or cases where politicians believe that issuing a correction is, quote, in the public interest, the bill also claims reach overseas, or rather intended reach overseas. Politicians can trigger it in situations judged to be, quote, in the interest of friendly relations of Singapore with other countries. It remains to be seen how much success the Singapore government will have with its efforts. Domestic media may well be under control. The World Press Freedom Index ranks Singapore 151 out of 183 countries, and self-censorship is common. But influencing newsrooms based overseas and social networks will likely prove difficult. Facebook, for example, last November resisted calls to remove content flagged as defamatory by the government. That clearly frustrated officials. This shows why we need legislation to protect us from deliberate online falsehoods, the Ministry of Law wrote in an announcement at the time. How a takedown would work and how the government might access encrypted chats on apps like WhatsApp and Telegram, which are also part of its focus, also remains unclear at this point. The law has been criticized by free speech groups. 
Singapore's new fake news law is a disaster for online expression by ordinary Singaporeans and a hammer blow against the independence of many online news portals they rely on to get real news about their country beyond the ruling People's Action Party political filter. Human Rights Watch Deputy Asia Director Phil Robertson wrote on Twitter. Singapore's leaders have crafted a law that will have a chilling effect on internet freedom throughout Southeast Asia and likely start a new set of information wars as they try to impose their narrow version of the truth on the wider world, he added. Human Rights Watch, which came out with strong criticism of the bill last month, was criticized by the Singapore government last month, which hit back at its, quote, long-standing practice of issuing biased and one-sided statements about Singapore. Meanwhile, on the more assistive end of the dissenting voices, the Asia Internet Coalition, a group that represents Facebook, Google, Twitter, LinkedIn, Line, and others, penned an editorial in Singapore's Straits Times newspaper suggesting changes to the bill. The opinion piece, which, irony alert, is restricted by a paywall, recommended specific processes, an imperial body to vet decisions, exemptions for opinion articles, satire, and more, as well as a request for, quote, clear and well-defined language and scope. Robertson is concerned that other countries in Southeast Asia will take the ball Singapore has punted and run with it, thereby creating other restrictive online content policies. That's already happened to some extent. In Vietnam, a draconian cybersecurity law went into operation on January 1st, while Thailand passed a controversial law in February granting a wide scope of powers to authorities. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.